Welcome back to another episode of Artistocracy, the podcast that explores the transformative journey of artists as they've evolved into creative entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Eric, and today we're going to explore the fascinating connection between Albrecht Dürer, the renowned German painter, the Renaissance, and how these two subjects have contributed to the modern-day concept of the creative entrepreneur. During the inaugural episode, you might have wondered whether I had neglected a profoundly important period in the field of art history, the Renaissance. However, I can confirm that there was good reason for this exclusion. The Renaissance, renowned for producing some of the most enduring and captivating art, doesn't neatly fit within the parameters of the romantic ideal of art. A considerable portion of this art was in fact commissioned by nobility, courts, and royalty. These creations can be considered more as products of skilled craftsmanship than the romantic notion of art for art's sake. The Renaissance was a cultural, artistic, and intellectual movement that took place from the 14th to the 17th century and stands as a pivotal period in the history of art. This era, known for its flourishing creativity and the reawakening of classical ideals, produced some of the most renowned and abiding works in the art world. One of the hallmarks of Renaissance art was the embrace of realism. Artists of the time sought to capture the world as it appeared to the human eye with astonishing precision. The mastery of perspective, light, and anatomy led to the creation of lifelike and convincing representations. Notable figures such as Leonardo da Vinci and Albrecht Dürer were at the forefront of this artistic revolution. The Renaissance witnessed the emergence of new painting techniques, most notably oil painting, which allowed for richer colors, intricate details, and a smoother texture on canvas. Artists like Raphael utilized these innovations to create luminous and intricate masterpieces. The Renaissance was not confined to painting alone, though. It encompassed a broad spectrum of artistic expressions. Sculpture saw a resurgence as well. Michelangelo's awe-inspiring statue of David carved from a single block of marble, exemplifies the incredible skill of Renaissance sculptors. Architecture, too, experienced a renaissance of its own. The era gave rise to breathtaking structures like the Florence Cathedral and St. Peter's Basilica, showcasing the beauty and grandeur of architectural innovation. One of the most iconic artistic endeavors of the Renaissance was the creation of frescoes, the Sistine Chapel ceiling painted by Michelangelo is a masterpiece that remains a testament to the boundless creativity of the period. The ceiling's intricate and monumental scenes illustrate stories from the Bible in a way that captures the imagination and devotion of countless onlookers. But the Renaissance wasn't just about artistic technique. It was a time of intellectual awakening and a fervent exploration of human potential. Artists and thinkers embraced a newfound curiosity about the world leading to scientific advancements and a deeper understanding of human anatomy. Leonardo da Vinci's notebooks are a testament to this fusion of art and science. As we journey through the captivating world of Renaissance art, we're reminded that this period laid the foundation for many of the artistic principles and techniques we still celebrate today. The artists of the Renaissance transcended their time, leaving behind a legacy that continues to inspire and captivate the world.
One particular artist responsible for this legacy is Albrecht Dürer. In the specific case of Dürer, his innovative use of technology predates the emergence of the romantic notion of the artist. Albrecht Dürer was born on May 21, 1471, in the city of Nuremberg, located in what is now modern-day Germany. He came from a family of skilled craftsmen, and his father was a goldsmith. This early exposure to craftsmanship and the artistic environment in Nuremberg had a profound impact on young Albrecht, who showed early signs of artistic talent. Durer's artistic journey began when he apprenticed with the renowned painter and printmaker Michael Wolgamut. During his apprenticeship, Durer learned the fundamentals of drawing and woodcut techniques, laying the foundation for his later artistic endeavors. He traveled extensively during his youth, absorbing influences from Italy, the Netherlands, and beyond. Durer's work spanned a wide range of mediums, from painting to printmaking and engraving. His most famous paintings include Self-Portrait at 28 and Melancholy at 1, which showcase his mastery of detail, precision, and a deep sense of intellectual curiosity. Durer's self-portraits are particularly remarkable for their realistic portrayal of the artist, capturing his introspective nature and meticulous attention to detail. In the realm of printmaking, Durer's woodcuts and engravings remain some of the most celebrated in art history. His series The Apocalypse and The Life of the Virgin are prime examples of his technical prowess and artistic vision. Through his innovative printmaking techniques, Durer's works could be widely distributed and admired contributing to the spread of Renaissance ideals throughout Europe. Durer was a master of woodcuts and engravings, producing some of the most iconic works of his time, but what makes his story unique is his early adoption of Johannes Gutenberg's printing press, a groundbreaking invention that transformed the way information and art were disseminated. Durer recognized the potential of this new technology and began mass printing many of his woodcuts and engravings. This move was revolutionary because it allowed him to reach a broader audience than ever before. As an artist of the 16th century, Durer's works were often limited to the aristocratic elite. But with the printing press, he realized he could make his art more accessible to commoners from all levels of the social hierarchy. According to an article titled Portrait of the Artist as an Entrepreneur, Durer's decision to mass-produce his art was groundbreaking, and not only made his art more affordable, but also expanded his market considerably. He was no longer restricted to catering solely to nobles. Now almost everyone in society could access and appreciate his creations. Durer's prints were sold at a fraction of the price of his original works, making them accessible to a wider range of buyers. What's more, these prints took significantly less time to produce than his originals, and they sold much quicker. The shift in approach marked a crucial turning point in Durer's career. It was the point where Durer began to view himself more as a business person than just an artist. 
The shift in mindset was radical for the time. He had become a pioneer in the fusion of art and commerce, embracing a model that is more akin to the modern concept of the creative entrepreneur. This transition was indeed unusual for the 16th century, as artists traditionally were seen as craftsmen or artisans who created bespoke pieces for their patrons. However, Durer's innovative approach allowed him to break free from these conventions and explore the possibilities of merging art and technology. And while artists have always relied on their tools for creating art, it wasn't until the shift from the artist to the professional that the incorporation of newer tools and technologies became more common. And while his existence far predates the era of the professional, Albert Durer was a pioneer in this shift, using emerging technology to revolutionize the art world and set the stage for the creative entrepreneurs of the future. As we conclude our exploration of Albert Durer and the Renaissance, we can see how Durer's innovative spirit and embrace of technology laid the foundation for the modern creative entrepreneur. His willingness to adapt and experiment challenged the traditional boundaries of art, transforming it into a business. Today, creative entrepreneurs continue to draw inspiration from Durer's journey. They merge their artistic talents with technological advancements to reach wider audiences, just as he did centuries ago. The boundaries between art and business have become increasingly blurred, allowing artists to thrive in the modern age. Durer's story reminds us that innovation is not limited to our present time. The Renaissance was an era of innovation, exploration, and transformation, and it still resonates with us today. We stand on the shoulders of these creative pioneers carrying forward their legacy. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Artistocracy. We hope you've gained a deeper understanding of the evolution of the creative entrepreneur from the Renaissance to the present day. Keep exploring, keep innovating, and keep creating. Until next time, I'm Eric, and this is Artistocracy. Stay creative and stay inspired.